trying to be great, and I'm on my way, way up, way up, way up. It's never too late, and I'm on my way. I'ma leave my mark, ready, set, go. Ready, set, go. Ready, set. With so much negativity being yielded at the youth of our nation, it seems hard to find any signs of a bright future. Coming from a legendary past, the new generation of Bahamians seek to take this nation to heights it's never seen. That's where the youth perspective comes in. We seek to display tomorrow's leaders in every facet of society. Each show will focus on today's pace setters trendsetters, movers and shakers, and the next generation of great, impactful Bahamians. We seek to uplift, motivate, and encourage our listeners. Tune in as we address issues of importance with wisdom and intelligence, all from the youth perspective. Love and hate can never be friends, oh no, oh no, here I come. They are from the yard, big and so we broad, fight to still a fight, cut things tough and times hard. Every day we wake up, every food we take up, still keep thanks and prayers for the one time we come. The world, the world. Here I From which travel can't stay better Not for never rate with you We call upon the banner But mine and envious And you we still and go on ya yeah. On the road yeah where we ride No for them can't come cross ya yeah. Them just can't stop me now Should I never let you start ya yeah. Hurt no for them hurt me But me not go chat about ya yeah. Even our friend them never want to see me prosper To we machine up the world Like a natural disaster Say we good and now we great, no man Work for we own And hold on to the fear, no man All what them you try and everything What them they say, no man This is one boat where them can't come break, no man And we know the father never made no mistake, no man That way we come for my shop That way we come for shit, no man That way we come for broke up I like a earthquake, no man Change your name and guide me every day Hold on to the father we pray to the world now, ready yet for the vines when we come for set. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here I go.
welcome to another edition of the Youth Perspective. We thank you so much for being a part of it. You're truly catching Jamal in your company, and we thank you so much for tuning in each and every Saturday right here on 1540 AM, 104.5 FM, the national voice of the Bahamas, and Inspiration, 107.9 FM, where it's all gospel all the time. And it's all about the youth perspective as we shine the light on the youth of our nation. And so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we continue our series of shows uh, that we've been doing on different types of cancer. And so today, on this edition of the Youth Perspective this evening, uh, we're going to be speaking about lung cancer. And, of course, we have Dr. Paul Ramfer, Ramfer joining us. And, of course, he's a consultant surgeon at PHA, a chest surgeon. And uh, he'll be joining us on this evening edition of The Perspective. How are you doing this evening, sir? I'm fine. Thank you very much for having me. It's always good to have you in the studio. And uh, as we talk about lung cancer, let's, let's dive right into the conversation this evening. Um, what is the prevalence of lung cancer in the Bahamas? And uh, what trends are you noticing in your practice? Well, according to statistics that are compiled every year by the World Cancer um, Research Foundation, mm-hmm. the prevalence of of lung cancer in the Bahamas per 100,000 people is about 7 to 8 per 100,000 people. And you can compare that to um, the United States, which is about 25. Canada is about 27. Hmm. Jamaica, which is another Caribbean nation, is around 14. And the highest the country with the highest cancer rate in the world is Hungary, which is about is, is, is pushing about 50 people per 100,000 with uh, lung cancer. But as a, as, an, as a little aside to those numbers, though, um, we probably do not co- uh, f- collect all the data about who, what people have when they pass away okay. as, as to the cause of their, their deaths. There's probably a fair number of people who are not being recorded mm. in, in countries like uh, the Bahamas and other developing countries compared mm. to... Um, the westernized, more uh, economically powerful countries that have better collection, data collection systems where people are picked up earlier as having these diseases. And that's a feature of lung cancer in, in our region where people tend to present with only with advanced disease or usually with advanced disease as opposed to places like United States, Canada, mm-hmm. and Europe where uh, disease is often picked up early on routine x-rays that people have to get for insurance purposes and things like that. Mm-hmm. So in countries where there is less insurance coverage for the general population as a percentage of the population, we are not going to pick up a lot of these cancers in early stage. And we may never know that a person was had cancer. Uh, they may pass away and people don't, don't have never gone to the hospital or never had a chest x-ray, never had any investigation as to why they were getting sick. Mm-hmm. And this is a reality of life in the Caribbean and other parts of the world, especially the developing world. People will present only when they really feel ill at the late stages, and many people will not ever present to a doctor with their condition and will pass away, and nobody will ever know why they passed away. So we're going to miss some of that. Right, right. And so uh, when we talk about risk factors, um, what risk factors are you seeing uh, as pertains to lung cancer? Well, you know, lung cancer is the... Uh, alternates between uh, being the, the leading cause of cancer deaths worldwide and the second leading cause of worldwide mm-hmm. cancer deaths. And we're talking about two to three million people a year worldwide wow. pass away from lung cancer. And you would think that 
that would mean that you know we would we would address the causes of lung cancer or the known factors contributing to lung cancer. And the greatest known factor that we know that contributes to lung cancer is I'm going to let you answer that. What do you think it is? Uh, vaping. <laughs> no, not vaping. Uh, vaping is vaping is a new phenomenon. Okay, cigarettes. Cigarettes. Okay, tobacco right. smoking. Tobacco. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, tobacco smoking is is the is the is the leading factor that in that that is associated with the development of lung cancer now you can get mm. lung cancer in a people who have never smoked mm. and you can get lung cancer only by inhaling other people's smoke so oh. that's called secondhand smoke mm-hmm. so lung cancer can arise with no smoking history no secondhand smoking history but the vast majority of lung cancers arise in people with a history of smoking or being around a lot of secondhand smoke. So if you live in a, f- a family where, where dad smokes or mom smokes or both smokes, mm-hmm. the children are in- inhaling this smoke all the time. They, mm-hmm. Unless the family is very, very fastidious and they go outside every time to, cig- to smoke the cigarette, which they don't, which is not the norm, mm-hmm. the children will be exposed to this secondhand smoke. And we, don't, we, we know that long-term exposure to even secondhand smoke increases the risk of lung cancer. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the primary factor that leads to lung cancer is cigarette smoking or exposure to cigarette smoke, tobacco mm-hmm. smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know that um, uh, ad- evidence is accumulating that other types of smoking mm-hmm. or smoking other types of p- dried plant material, mm. you know what I'm getting at? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. I'm going to say it. It's gar- marijuana. Okay is also associated with an increased risk, risk of, of, of development of lung cancer. Wow. Uh, not perhaps yet to the same degree as t- tobacco smoke, mm-hmm. but in both situations, you're taking plant material and you're burning it, mm-hmm. and you're inhaling the, the combustion products, mm-hmm. the, the products of the burn, the burning of, the, of this material. And that contains a lot of chemicals uh, mm-hmm. that get released in the smoke. Mm. And there's a lot of common chemicals between the burning of tobacco and the burning of, of marijuana. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a surprise that marijuana smokers who, inge- who, who are regular smokers of, of, of ganja will also and seem to be uh, manifesting a higher rate of development of lung cancer than non-smokers. Mm. And there are other things that um, we know that exposure to radiation, mm-hmm. uh, excessive radiation, whether you are somebody who gets a lot of, has, uh, you're exposed to a lot of x-rays, whether you're an x-ray wor- technician who doesn't protect yourself with special mm-hmm. protective clothing, or if you um, work in the, in, in the um, nuclear industry, nuclear power industry, and again, can be exposed to radiation. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes there's, there's a, an increased um, there's an increased background, what we call background radiation. Mm-hmm. Now, background radiation is something nobody can do about. There are parts of of the Earth where there is there are de- there are deposits of, of minerals that are radioactive. Mm-hmm. As you know, I, you've probably heard of uranium. Mm-hmm. Uranium is a naturally occurring mineral in the world that, okay. that 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 has the property of being radioactive. In other words, it emits radiation, mm-hmm. and and that radiation, if you're exposed to higher levels of it for over time, it can increase the risk of the development of many types of cancer, including mm-hmm. lung cancer. Mm-hmm. And so we have found that there are parts of the world where the radiation, background radiation levels are higher than other parts, and people who live in those parts of the world um, are more likely to get 
a, a variety of different cancers than people who live in low background radiation places. The Bahamas, we don't really, I can't even tell you what our background radiation is in various parts of the Bahamas. I'm not sure it's ever been really um, investigated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, we spoke about it a little bit. We touched on it, but I want to dive a little bit deeper into it. Um, when we talk about e-cigarettes, we talk about vaping. Uh, we know that it's a, a, a phenomenon now, I guess, uh, that's around. You see a lot of young persons doing it, even persons a little bit older, um, mm-hmm. as, particularly as we're talking about the youth perspective. Uh, what are you seeing uh, in relation to e-cigarettes and vaping? Okay, well, right now the relationship between this entire phenomenon of, of electronic cigarettes and vaping the relationship between that and the development of cancer has not been proven at this point. It's been, it's not been enough time for us. It's probably something we won't be able to make any conclusions on uh, for another maybe 20 to 50 years. Oh, wow. We have to, because cancer develops with repeated exposure to what are are known as carcinogens or, 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 uh, chemicals. Generally, they're chemicals that induce changes in the, cells of the body that can result in the development of cancerous tumors. Mm-hmm. And that usually takes years of exposure. Okay. What we are seeing, however, with electronic cigarettes and vaping mm-hmm. is damage to the lungs occurring quickly in people mm-hmm. who, in a, in people who u- utilize these very strange products mm-hmm. that are really uh, designed to be to get people addicted to nicotine. Okay. So the, the reason why people like to smoke generally, one of the reasons is that they become addicted to a chemical that's in the, in the tobacco leaf called nicotine. Okay. Nicotine is a stimulant. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it stimulates the nervous system and the brain. It makes you feel a little more alert sometimes. It makes you, if you take, get too much, it can cause you to become nervous and make your heart beat fast and everything. But in the, in the levels that cigarettes have them in, um, it, it, it just, it, it, you, your body can become used to these elevated levels of nicotine. And when you don't have that, you can feel very, um, tired, drained, depressed, etc. Wow. So people become chemically addicted to nicotine. Okay. And in fact, the cigarette companies recognized this in the early part of the 20th century and began to cultivate tobacco, um, um, plants that had higher and higher levels of nicotine mm. in order to make people more easily addicted so they would buy more and more of their cigarettes. And they did this with deliberate intent, and that was proven during the 1980s in, uh, in congressional hearings in the United States where they were forced to admit that they were deliberately mm-hmm. um, increasing the levels of nicotine in the cigarettes in order to increase sales. Right. That resulted in a lot of sanctions and a lot of warnings on cigarettes now then and resulted in a significant decrease in sales in cigarettes in the United States. Mm-hmm. So what did the, the cigarette companies do? They turned around and they marketed more heavily to especially young people in the Caribbean, Africa, mm-hmm. South America, Asia, mm-hmm. which it has resulted in a massive in uptake, a massive intake, uh, increase in the amount of people in the developed world who are now smoking cigarettes on a regular basis. Mm. Great business model for them. Right. They made a huge amount of money. They made back their money that they lost from the U.S. market. Mm-hmm. Market And who cares if, in, from their perspective, if, mm-hmm. if a lot of people in, in the developing world end up dying or, uh, of complications of cigarette smoking. Mm-hmm. Now, that's one, that's tobacco. Mm-hmm. 
Now, e-cigarettes and vaping mm -hmm. came in because it was seen as a way to get people off of cigarettes, mm -hmm. which are tobacco products. Okay. And they're saying, oh, this is not really smoking because it's not burning the leaf and you're not getting those chemicals. Mm -hmm. And what they do in these vaping compounds is they add nicotine to the to the liquid that is vaporized and made into this vapor that you that you mm -hmm. inhale and pretend to be smoking like a cigarette mm -hmm. and again what is this this is resulting in is a large number of people becoming addicted to nicotine at an early age wow so we're talking about high school and younger and definitely up into university level mm -hmm. or, or young adulthood people with um, not necessarily smoking cigarettes, but now addicted to nicotine because through their vaping activities. This is starting to become uh, a problem because people, it, researchers are now noting that you're more likely to sw become a cigarette smoker mm -hmm. if you are a, a vapor. Mm. So it's actually a vapor, a vape user. Mm. So it's actually not apparently decreasing the number of people who end up smoking cigarettes. It's in fact from it's in fact priming you to become a cigarette smoker wow. mm -hmm. later in life. Mm -hmm. And vape vaping of itself is also becoming uh, recognized as a source of acute lung damage. Mm. So people are are ending up with lung uh, uh, conditions uh, that have affected their lung function adversely mm -hmm. at a very young age. Mm -hmm. And people have actually died from complications of this lung disease induced by vaping. Wow. The specific way that the vaping um, affects the lungs is still under investigation and hasn't been fully elucidated, but it has become clear that vaping is not a benign sort of risk-free activity. Mm. So it can, it can lead you to become a cigarette smoker because you become addicted to nicotine. And it can acutely damage your lungs long before any cancer has had a chance to develop, if it ever will be associated with vaping. But, you know, if you die from lung disease caused by vaping in your 20s, mm -hmm. that's just as bad as dying from cancer. Right. <laughs> now, we, we are running out of time. There's so much great information that we have to share. Uh, but I want to get to these two questions. The first questions, uh, question that we need to ask uh, is what symptoms... Um, that you may be displaying right now that uh, would warrant you needing to go see a doctor. Okay, especially if you're somebody who does smoke mm -hmm. and you, 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 you have a cough that just w won't seem to go away. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 and now, a lot of people have a smoker's cough. They mm -hmm. wake up every morning, they have to hack and cough because smoking affects your, the mucus production in your lungs and it causes mm -hmm. it to be thicker and harder to, to, to get rid of. And so they have this smoker's cough. But then if you notice that the cough character changes and it's, it's just not going away, mm. um, that's one symptom. If you're having weight loss, loss of appetite, and, and certainly if you cough up any kind of blood in, mm. your, in, the, in the, the stuff that you cough up, mm -hmm. these are very, very, um, very, very ominous symptoms and you need to go get them checked out. Mm -hmm. um, if you have pain, uh, in the chest wall, uh, this can be a symptom of, an, of, a, of a relatively advanced lung cancer that is invading the chest wall. You need to go, that's, go get that checked out. Mm -hmm. But really, uh, a cough, coughing up of blood, 
weight loss, loss of appetite. Um, these are the main and shortness of breath. Shortness of breath okay. are the main symptoms of uh, that that need to be looked into mm-hmm. for somebody who smokes. Now, for those uh, out there, you know they're hearing this information and uh, they might need a little bit more help um, to be able to get themselves in a better position to. Uh, get off of smoking, move away from vaping. Um, is there any services, any persons they could reach out to that could get help? Um, the truth is in the Bahamas, we don't have any organized um, services for helping somebody mm-hmm. to get off smoking. The, most of the time, this is something that is a discussion with your doctor mm-hmm. who may be able to prescribe certain types of treatments that can can substitute for the nicotine mm-hmm. so that while you're weaning yourself off cigarettes you, you're not going into what's you can actually go into withdrawal symptoms from nicotine mm-hmm. it's just like being addicted to any other drug mm-hmm. um, and there are certain products certain gums that you may have heard about certain tablets uh, that can be taken to substitute the nicotine in ever decreasing doses as you're weaning yourself off mm-hmm. um, in other countries there are there are Organizations similar to Alcoholics Anonymous and such, where people can meet together and talk about about how they can get you know and support each other as they come off cigarette smoking. Right. But you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that the greatest thing we can do mm-hmm. is to is to try to prevent people from smoking in the first place. Okay. Try to talk to the young people about the dangers of cigarette smoking and not get them into it in the first place. Um, unfortunately, this, this new phenomenon of vaping is, is, is really very popular uh, and, and has been misrepresented as a, as a safe alternative to smoking, which it is not. Um, and, and, and now we're really, I think we're in the, in the situation where we may be facing a crisis uh, with this phenomenon and we, we, we may have to come up with a, a national plan to, to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so uh, as we get ready to wrap up in just a few moments, um, how can individuals, organizations, advocates, and policymakers unite uh, with their voices, take action to continue to make progress to reduce the impact of lung cancer? Well, some of the things that uh, I think should be done are probably not going to be done, but the, the, best, the, the, the biggest thing to be done, should be done, is to either ban the, so, the sale of, al- of tobacco products and, mm-hmm. in my opinion, vaping mm-hmm. products, or to heavily taxate, tax them, to, di- to, to make their use painful in terms of financial, financially painful to people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I speak to people all the time who, 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 um, who, who have developed lung cancer from smoking. And I asked them, how much does a pack of cigarettes cost? And it's about $10 on, a, on average. And how much do you smoke a day? Well, two packs a day. Mm-hmm. And you smoke two packs a day for how many years? 30 years. Do the math. Yeah, yeah. We're talking thousands and thousands of dollars that they've just burned away like mm-hmm. it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, so the financial pain that should be inflicted on somebody who decides to smoke needs to be greater because obviously 10 bucks, a, uh, 20 bucks a day is not enough to discourage most people. Mm. So we need to make it more expensive. But you know, the, the tobacco industry and now the vaping industry, and I'm sure 
I'll get a lot of flack for what I've said, but I'm not. I'm only speaking the truth. These are very. They've become the tobacco industry is extremely powerful, mm-hmm. and the vaping industry, I, I I think is increasing in power as they make more money. They become more powerful, mm-hmm. and they can then exert a lot of influence, and uh, it it it's difficult to fight such big entities, mm. and so the only tool that we can possibly use effectively is education. Right. Yeah, very powerful, very powerful education. And uh, before we let you go, um, Doc, uh, we want to get your closing comments uh, that you want to leave with the listening audience, with the young persons, uh, in regard to lung cancer or anything you want to share uh, before we get ready to wrap up. Well, it's very simple. The best way to, to avoid the development of lung cancer, and by the way, cigarette smoking is not just associated with lung cancer. It's associated with a lot of different cancers, including stomach cancer, colon cancer. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a risk factor in all of these. Mm-hmm. Um, is to not smoke cigarettes or use any kind of tobacco products. Mm-hmm. It is, quite frankly, the most destructive thing, apart from putting a gun to your head and pulling the trigger... It, there's there's almost nothing more destructive to a, to your own body than to smoke cigarettes. Even if it doesn't cause cancer, it will definitely cause other problems like emphysema, which is a chronic lung disease. And these are the people who need to have oxygen on their face all the time to breathe. Cigarette smoking makes no sense. It is self-destructive behavior. It doesn't look cool. And... It makes your breath smell bad. It makes your clothes smell bad. What? You ask yourself, why are you doing that? Are you doing that because other people around you are telling you that it's cool to do that? Try to resist that if you can. But recognize this. All the old-time movie stars, nobody knows their names anymore, but there are people like Humphrey Bogart and Clark Mm -hmm. Gable and all these people. Mm -hmm. Most of them died of lung cancer because Mm -hmm. they used to smoke heavily. And the cigarettes that are being produced today are more potent wow. and more likely mm-hmm. to cause problems and lung, lung, lung problems, including cancer. So avoidance of smoking is, is the key piece of, of advice. For the young people, vaping is not risk-free. There, we are discovering more and more things that, and more and more ways in which the exposure to the vaping uh, chemicals can damage your body. And it doesn't... It, I, I don't know if they think it looks cool to be sucking on this little thing that looks like a... Uh, uh, a, 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 a what do you call it? Those um, computer data, di- data, right. data sticks? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look cool. I mean, it looks really silly to me. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you know, don't get into this because your friends tell you it's cool. Hmm. Hmm. It's not cool, and it's not good for you. Yeah. That's my opinion. I'm a doctor. I see these, the complications of these things. Uh, some businessman can now come on the, on the radio somewhere else and refute what I'm saying because mm-hmm. their business is to sell these products. But I have no axe to grind other than to say I don't, I'm tired of seeing people destroy their bodies mm. with these with these practices. All right. Wow. Well, powerful show uh, this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We definitely want to thank uh, Dr. Paul Ramfa 
for joining us, uh, consultant surgeon at PMH, chest surgeon. And of course, uh, we had a wonderful and extensive uh, talk about lung cancer. So we appreciate you, sir, taking the time out and uh, speaking with the listening audience. No problem. Yes, sir. And so we're coming back next week with more show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Youth Perspective with yours truly, Cashing and Jamal. Have a great evening, and we'll see you on next week's show. I'm trying to be great, and I'm on my way, way up, way up, way up. It's never too late, and I'm on my way. I'm going to leave my mark, ready, set, go. Ready, set, go. Ready, set. I hope you enjoyed another edition of the Youth Perspective. Stay tuned for more interviews, more in-depth conversation, great music as we seek to encourage, empower, impact, and uplift our youth of this nation. Here on the Youth Perspective, we'll see you next time right here on the Youth Perspective with Capture and Jamal.